0: Hey, are you here? Now, look, I I ask if you're here because, well, frankly, that's, that's just part of what I do. What I'm doing right now is announcing another episode of The Paul Leslie Hour. So what is TPLH, as some call it? It's a, it's a compendium of interviews with all different types of creatives interesting people now this particular one from our archives was recorded backstage in Atlanta Georgia the interview is with a guy that everybody just calls Merlo Merlo you may be asking well you just have to join us for this short conversation with Merlo Padluski aka J radio at the time Merlo had released his four-song EP J Radio, described as hip-hop rock psychedelic. (laughs) That's variety. Merlo's also known as the bassist in Jack Johnson's band. Merlo's from the East Coast. He grew up on a steady diet of rock, hip-hop, soul, jazz, and reggae. Merlo now splits his time between California and New York. Merlot sat down to talk with your host, Paul Edward Leslie, about his life touring around the world with Jack Johnson, plus how it all started and where it's going. You know, as we approach 20 years of the Paul Leslie Hour interviews, we want to encourage you to subscribe to Paul Leslie's YouTube channel. Yeah, it's the best way to keep up with what we're doing here. And, oh, yeah, it's totally free. And it's a lot of fun. We're trying to get 1,500 more subscribers by October, which is our 20th anniversary. So, with that, I think it's time we hear what transpired backstage with Merlo J Radio just prior to a Jack Johnson concert.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's with great pleasure that we welcome our special guest,
0: Merlo Podluski.
1: Thanks so much for making the time to do this. Who is Merlo Podluski?
2: I'm a musician. I grew up on the East Coast. Um, I live down south outside of Virginia and in New York City. I've been playing music for about 20 years with a lot of great folks and most recently with Jack Johnson. I'm a mix of uh, Eastern European and Native American. And Portuguese. Interesting. What was life like for you growing up? I spent a lot of time either um, kind of dancing, like I was saying, between uh, New York and Virginia. And uh, my mom was a artist, and she had lots of uh, musician friends. So I grew up a lot around um, music. There was a lot of music when I was growing up. A lot of uh, I got to see a lot of shows um went on some real small tours with my mom's friends and stuff so i kind of got a taste of the life early our house was always filled with records and books and stuff that so i had a pretty great childhood can you remember some of your favorite records growing up sure yeah um some of the first ones was um ziggy stardust by david bowie so i had the um it has kind of a space age cover. So when I was little, I thought that it was really cool looking. So it kind of attracted me to it. And also Stevie Wonder's Inner Visions mm-hmm. was for a similar thing where I was so little, I was more just attracted to the way the, the record covers looked. And the Inner Visions cover has Stevie with like ray beams shooting out of his uh, shades and stuff. So I just thought they were looking covers. So those are probably the two records I listened to the most when I was growing up.
1: It's interesting you mentioned the cover because your EP J Radio kind of has that.
2: Yes, is that a reference yeah. to that? Yeah, basically everything I do is is it's either rock or or soul and funk influenced, and that's just what I listen. And I'm of the Star Wars generation, you know, when I came yeah. up, that was a big influence on us. She, Are you a George Clinton fan? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I have some friends that um that uh. Kind of in the, the small world of musicians, uh, uh, there's a, a really great keyboard player named Ant Fiddler that um, kind of was uh, apprenticed under P-Funk. Now he does his own stuff, and we both of us play a lot on the hieroglyphics, uh, rap stuff out of the Bay Area. So I actually, every once in a while, I get the chance to play with some of the P-Funk alumni. So it's really fun. So how did you come to pick up the bass? I actually started playing guitar just because there was always guitars around. And um, there was also uh, a few of my mom's friends were were professional mm-hmm. musicians, so they had a, a lot of instruments in their house. Mm-hmm. And so when, when I would go with her, when she would visit, I would kind of tinker around on their stuff while she was hanging out and... You know, when uh, bass is is a little bit easier when you're just starting because you don't have to make chords. It's just all single notes and stuff. So I started messing around with it. And as I was growing up, especially in New York, um, like reggae culture, Jamaican culture and Latino culture is really big in New York. And so there's there's lots of reggae music and lots of Latin music that you hear kind of everywhere And that stuff is largely bass-driven music. So I kind of grew up always hearing really heavy bass stuff at the block parties and stuff like that. So um, when I got older, I found that um, it was an easy thing for me to go and do when I played with people. is that I kind of had a natural way with it from growing up hearing it so much that I I sort of fell into playing with Latin bands and reggae bands and stuff. Um, Me and Jack's drummer, Adam, I met playing like salsa gigs. And that's actually how I wound up meeting Jack and stuff, too. Tell us about your first meeting with Jack Johnson. What did you think of him? It was funny because, like I said, I I had actually met Adam a few months earlier. We had a lot of mutual musician friends. Adam gave me a call and said, I'm working with this singer-songwriter. And I think it'd be really cool if if you guys could link up. I think you'd actually really uh, like each other and As soon as I heard singer-songwriter, I immediately said no, because uh, typically working with singer-songwriters can be uh, a bit of a one-sided. I just was naturally hesitant. I said no for a couple of months, and then eventually Jack just called me directly and said, you know, can we just uh, link up and go get some lunch? So we we linked up, and we went and got lunch together and um, talked about music and stuff, and it turned out we had a lot of... um, similar heroes like we both really idolize hendrix and the marley and the meters and the beatles and the stones and stuff and so he just seemed like a really nice cat he asked me if i would just come and help him get his first record together so i said you know I, i'll come and do that but i don't want to commit to anything so i went and did that and it, it, it was really fun and then um then he got a tour opening up for ben harper and he said uh I can't find anybody to come and do this slot. Would you come and rock this tour with me? So then I rock the tour, and then it just kind of kept going. Like Jack says, I've never like officially kind of joined the group. I'm more just kind of like the work just keeps coming up, and we're still friends, so I just keep coming around and knocking it out.
1: You just mentioned Zach Gill and Adam Tilbaugh. Yes. Zach Gill, the, the keyboard player yeah. for – the Jack Johnson band, and uh, Adam, the
2: percussionist and drummer. Yeah. What do you think of Adam and Zach? To me, they're they're really impressive musicians. I think they're great guys, too. I feel like there's two types of musicians, people that can play like one style really well, and it's sort of what comes natural to them. And then you you also have the, the other types that can play a variety of styles, and they're accomplish it, like all these different styles. And I feel like me and Jack are more of the one one style, kind of a, a basic soul, kind of funk rock style. <laughs> but somebody like Adam and Zach, like they can play everything. Like they can play jazz. Or Zach can play classical stuff and can score. I think they're really well-rounded musicians. And like, technically, I think they're amazing. What about your influences on the bass? It's mostly just the... Uh, I would say they're they're more like music influences in that I just grew up listening a lot to to rock music and and reggae music and um, soul music. So I kind of learned how to play the guitar parts and the bass parts and the drum parts. And so growing up, I kind of just tried to learn as much of the stuff that I really liked. And that's kind of all the licks that I use with Jack is kind of based off of what I learned growing up.
1: You've got this EP out, J Radio, and it's yeah. on Jazz Life Records. And you mentioned you've been giving like 400 copies of this out a night. Yeah.
2: Right now, I'm just trying to to give, um, give as much of it to the people that come to the shows. I'm hoping that um, some of the people will like it and maybe um, want to come and see us when we come back to play. Yeah. Well, how did you come up with J Radio? And what does that, what does that mean? When Actually, when I was growing up, uh, I played a lot of streetball basketball and um, a lot of the kids that I used to play with used to tease me that I I sounded like a radio because I would always sing the the popular hits of the day while we were playing basketball. So they would always tease me and call me radio. And then when I I was younger and I did a little bit of graffiti, I I used radio as my uh, graffiti name. So it's actually an old name that I've kind of had forever that was a nickname that I just decided to use for, for this project. And because I'm rhyming and doing MC stuff, I feel like it, the whole idea that it's uh, radio sends out messages over over the airwaves, and that I feel like that it's an apt name for the stuff that I'm doing now.
1: When somebody listens to the EP or with... When they hear you performing, what do you hope they get out of that experience?
2: I just hope they like it they have fun. I'm really just trying to do the best job that I can. So I, hope, I just hope that they enjoy it, I'm trying to make it as musical as possible. And I got a lot of help from my friends that I kind of came up playing music with. And so we're really trying to just do the best we can, make it sound as good as we can. So we're just hoping that people enjoy it. That's all I'm really hoping for with all of the stuff that we do is that people like it and want to listen to it again. So what's in the future? Well, I, I got more tours and play the West Coast and then we're going to go to uh, Australia and New Zealand and we're also going to um, go to Japan. Basically, uh, I'm following with my band with uh, with Money Mark and Kid Koala and DJ Logic and a couple of other um, friends of mine. We're basically playing all the regions that I just played with Jack. I'm going back to. We just played Europe, so I'm going to be going back to Europe in September and playing Paris and London, Dutch nice. Amsterdam, and and um, we just did the East Coast. I'll do the East Coast next, and um, I'm hoping to come back here to Atlanta like um, hopefully in October and November, mm-hmm. and then um, so I'm just kind of doing the piggyback. Oh yeah, uh, like it's like I'm doing the combination like Johnny Appleseed. I'm just giving out all the CDs, trying to trying to plant the vibes, and then I'm trying to come back quick to hit it afterwards and, and get back to everybody.
1: Oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Well, I got two more questions, Merlo. What is your all-time
2: favorite meal? Hmm. Well, right now I'm really feeling uh garlic chicken. Yeah, I go. I have Cuban food a lot, so I like garlic chicken with plantains. I love giving food. Yeah. For
1: yeah. the last question, what would you like to say to all the listeners out there, those that are just now being
2: exposed to you, and then the, the people that have heard the EP? Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for uh, for coming to the shows and watching us play. It's because of, of you that we get to live this really great lifestyle. So, so I just I think I can speak for all of us when I say we really appreciate it. Tell all the listeners out there how they can find out more about J Radio. I have a JRadioMusic.com, and that'll link you to my YouTube and my Facebook pages. My YouTube pages have all the clips from the live shows that I do with Jack and also with my friends. And then my Facebook page has all of my toy dates and stuff like that on there,
0: too. Well, thanks, Merlo. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepauleslie.com. That's thepauleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin.